Here's the shot. He scores! Happy is on a roll. Right again, then over the line by Bunting. Bunting to Matthew. Scores! Holy mackerel! What a move! Happy has got two and 42. Matthews again. Scores! The Hawks are coming on the ice. Happy's got three and 43 for 34. What a night, at least for Austin Matthews. The Leafs take home a pair of points as well. 6-4 is the final here at Scotiabank Arena. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here to walk you through what was a Leafs win. Uh, Gord, far from, a, well, I was about to say far from a Picasso, but his paintings looked a little weird. They were beautiful, but they looked weird, and I feel like that's kind of, uh, kind of a good uh, uh, summary of tonight's game. Looked a little off, but you're happy with the two points at the end. Yeah, and you know, just listen to Joe Bowen. You and I said this, so the la- what was the last commercial break? Like five minutes left? Yeah, something like and that. And this crowd is into it and they're dying to focus on the ice Leafs have a one goal lead and just the in-house entertainment which they make a good effort but they do the usual stuff that they flash on people in the crowd that are just waving for the umpteen millionth time (laughs) at the camera like why don't they play Joe's calls it would it would get the people going okay they want to focus on there okay so so play that and the Leafs having a one goal lead and focusing on that okay so anyway that's my suggestion for the in-house entertainment what, what happened in the game? How'd it go? Uh, no, the Leafs no, played no, pretty well. Right. No, no. You're, uh, <laughs> you're, they, again, the whole point is finding a way to win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, as we said with Ralphie on the way out, this tends not to work in playoff hockey, these kind of games. But who cares? Whatever. We'll that when there. the playoffs come, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, it worked tonight. And this crowd was quite happy getting their first. Uh, the, the, crowd, the crowd is ready to react and support very supportive of Jack Campbell, which uh, I was pleased about. I, I might have been a tinge, a little bit surprised. Yep. So very supportive. Obviously, they hold him in different reverence than Peter reverence compared to Peter Mrazek in the Buffalo game, and uh, and and just yeah, just in general about um, the excitement around there, the big line going, and uh, I'm I, like I said, I I like the vibe. Uh, I, I will hope home ice continues to be like this, particularly with what we've been through in COVID world. And uh, anyway, they, they come out, they find a way to get a win once again tonight. I, I'm happy you bring that up because the two guys who I think have this crowd kind of eating out of the palm of their hands and for opposite reasons right now, quite frankly, is Jack Campbell and it's Austin Matthews. The, the second the puck gets on his stick, everybody in the building gets ready. They're waiting for the thing that's about to happen, and more times than not, the thing that happens is a Leafs goal because he's just on an incredible heater right now. The other side of that, of course, is, is Campbell, and man, you know how beloved he is when they're hitting the post, and he's still getting soup chance. You can hear the bar ringing, and he's still getting soup chance. You know, Peter Morazic, you made the point. The crowd just hasn't had the chance. The fan base hasn't had the chance to kind of build that relationship with him. And, and Campbell, it's they're they're almost trying to will him to succeed as opposed to cheering for him once he does. And, you know, the, again, I, I come back to the point about these crowds. The people in this building are dying, dying for a reason to get excited. Uh, there was a moment early on in the third period there, a little little bit of a ho-hum start. Wayne Simmons goes running around, and he's not even running around. He's just kind of touching bodies, just finishing checks, and the crowd got, got excited for that. Now, obviously, maybe some of that is the thousandth game, and it's Wayne Simmons night, but you know, you, you hear the oohs and ahs. You, you hear the big reaction off after the goal. It's just this, this crowd is dying for stuff to get excited about. You want to make home a tough place to play, and the fact that the Coyotes, now the Coyotes 
Coyotes were dominant tonight, but uh, they, they're coming into town next. You, it should be another team you're able to kind of take advantage of and, and make it be ha, – have Scotiabank Arena be a tough, tough place to play. Yeah, boy, I think the Coyotes won 9-2 tonight. 9-2 was the After the big win, they had eight goals and scored on Saturday a big win. So two all of a two sudden, for Nick Ritchie. Two for Nick Ritchie And tonight. one for Travis Boyd, Leafs uh, alumni night down there. I will tell you, though, I am liking Ilya Labushkin. I, I'm, I he, really he am. He totally is as advertised, uh, even a whole shift without a stick, which was interesting. He he, uh, he tried he, to take a stick from at least one Seattle Kraken yeah, player, maybe yeah. two. I don't know. It was, it was kind of funny there. <laughs> he was trying some of his wrestling moves. And anyway, they got he was out there for a while without a stick, and they handled it okay. And uh, I'm telling you, though, I go back to that. Like, I, I just, you know. It's not. There's a lot of knowledgeable hockey people here, and that's why I'm saying that last intermission break. Like, focus on the ice. Mm-hmm. Like, help them focus on. That's what they want to focus on. Whether it's Austin Matthews coming out, the excitement. Anyway, uh, like if you're at home, listening on radio, watching on TV, that's what you would focus on. But uh, boy, that line. That line is just um, fun, magical. Um, I mean, led by Austin Matthews, but Mitch Marner, another great game. Michael Bunting, another great game. Um, you know, nearly died at the end of the game. Uh, kidding, of course, but uh, he got got smoked by I think it was Susie who uh, who hit him in the face. They got the uh, the two roughing penalties. I didn't love the the one on Bunting, but I understand. Or actually, it was Jeremy Lozon. Sorry. Well, and and you're also seeing that he they know now he leads the league in drawing penalties because he he did embellish a little bit. And uh, I, so I think all of a sudden he's playing a lot of hockey because he's playing on the first line, and, and you're going to start not so much a reputation because Nazem Kadri was good at it too. There's players that are good at, you know, not diving but just, you know, drawing penalties, and quite often it's from working hard and, and, and being smart players, and, that, and that's what he is. So, yeah, it's one year kind of it's – a, it's, a, it's a great vibe leaving the building. It's not a, to – you mentioned it not being a Picasso because if you're breaking it down, getting prepared for uh, a playoff team, which Seattle won't be a playoff team, you have concerns. Um, uh, the loosey-goosey stuff at times, uh, let's face it, the Nylander on the power play um, – I, I don't even I don't know I, I can't even call it a brain cramp I don't I don't even quite get it it was it was sort of beyond a giveaway yep. and and I'm a big Nylander booster but it it was just uh, a big shorthanded goal which of course is a big momentum shift and that's what helps Seattle go from three one to tie it up three three and then have a four three lead and we're thinking oh my goodness uh, our our post game is going to be very oh oh that's the other thing I've never seen so many caps thrown on yeah, the ice a lot of hats that's a I mean I've seen them in other buildings. Yeah. But when Austin Matthews got the hat trick, and then so people throw them from up high, and then people, it's kind of like a bucket brigade when there's a fire. So they make sure it gets on the ice. And I, I'd rather see that now let Leafs start do what the Bruins do. I mean, you don't have to do exactly, but pick one out. There was a cool white kind of hat. Oh, you saw and, it, okay. Yeah, whatever. And, and what Boston's done now, and maybe other teams, is they autograph it, and then they put it. They got a collection. So whenever you get a hat trick, it's kind of one of those. Informal, informal, because the fans are into it. They are, they threw it, and those are expensive hats. Yeah, they are. No, no, no cheapies there. Uh, no cheapies from Austin Matthews. He, even the empty netter, he almost had one from from distance there uh, before he eventually got it to go. You know, Gord, it's it's a point you brought up. A lot of people are talking about it now. Where is this guy in the MVP conversation? Is he far and away leading it? And I think so often, you know, Shesterkin is the other guy who's kind of right there with him. And people will point to the goalie and say, "Well, where would the Rangers be without this guy?" You put generic goaltender in and it'd be a completely different animal and I don't want to take away anything from John Tavares I don't want to take away from that lovely checking line they've got I don't want to take away from the fourth line that's really good where would this Leafs team be without Austin Matthews right now I mean I'm not going to say he single-handedly won them the game last or tonight but they won 6-4 and he had three of the goals he, he was dominant and he's not doing it by himself that is a 
talented trio that's working in unison. But honestly, so often with the MVP conversation, it's, well, how valuable? Is he just part of a core? And, yes, he's part of a really talented group here, but he is so far and away at the center of it. Yeah, by the way, in future, if you are coming, you should bring a cheap hat. <laughs> so wear your good hat and, and bring a cheap hat ready to throw. If you're, That's one of the beauties of being on Austin Matthews, being on your team, really. Bring a cheap hat. But, uh, uh, again, again, I have to give real kudos to the line tonight uh, because there were some great passing plays, which I think it exposed. I, I like the Seattle full-court press, the hustle. They gambled a lot. But certainly, um, you know, they got, they got, they got made mincemeat of by that line. <laughs> but... Yeah, the Hart Trophy, all we can say is who we would vote for. And I, I do. There, there is an element that I, I don't like voting for goaltenders for the Hart Trophy. They get the Vezina Trophy, just like it would be voting for a pitcher for yeah. uh, the MVP when they already get the Cy Young. But, I mean, we're splitting hairs. The guy, the guy is, for the first time since I've been around the Maple Leafs, a legitimate Hart Trophy candidate. There's not been a, you know, someone up there being one or two. Or whatever, and of course, there's a lot of time to the end of the season. And you know, if Edmonton gets going, then all of a sudden Connor McDavid uh, gets much more in the spotlight again. But it's wonderful to watch. Like it's one of those things. If you're 15 years old, you'll talk about it when you're 30. You know, when you know someone like me who's 18 years old. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but you're you love it. You'll talk about it. You'll say, you. 18 remember, years yeah, older than 30. You you, re- you know you remember when you remember when and you know I I got certain people like Boris Somings. One I got fortunate to see game in game out, but I enjoyed Doug Gilmore and Wendell and Mats and Daryl and and. Uh, and Mitch yep. Marner and on and on and on. But this is – and actually, Gary Roberts, he was here Poking tonight. around, I've Holy heard. Holy mackerel. Looks like a million dollars. <laughs> like, they should sign him for the playoffs because mm. that's what every team needs. Just just that guy hitting like Gary Roberts. And uh, I, I take it he's a lot of Seattle players he trains or something. Anyway, he was up here. But, um, yeah, but that's that's the kind of guy that, that you're thinking back memories that I, I loved watching was – the Gary, like uh, the the two black eyes in the playoffs, which won't happen anymore, you know, because of the visors. That's right. But just just the uh, straight line thing and yep. hitting whatever was in front of him. Oh, and you you think back to man, uh, man, the places we go on Leafs Nation post game. You think back to those Sundin teams, and you know Sundin, of course, was so important. But he had his moments where he was nicked up and he's banged up in the playoffs, and you needed Roberts and, and Co to do it. And yeah, you talk about playoff legends and guys in this city who who people remember. Roberts is one of them, and they never got the ultimate prize. That's the thing I always go back to with all of that is you know I you know you you mentioned Salming. Sundin is my guy. That's the guy who I will always remember. It'll be locked in my my. Youth there but those Roberts teams and I just think of how revered they are and they they came up short like so many Leafs teams had and it just it lays out perfectly for you how big an icon how big a legend you can be if if it ever gets done here you know we talk so much about Matthews I I uh, shoehorn Michael Bunting into the conversation we talk about Mitch Barter a, a little as well 40 seconds after Matthews scores his second of the night, a tremendous goal. You know, Marner's on the power play. It almost it almost feels a little bit like a fever dream there. Tavares wins the draw, and it's just, you know, you don't think of Marner as the quick the quick trigger man, but that's exactly what he was. And, yeah, it's just it, it was one of those moments. We talked about the great crowd. That It just felt like the game was kind of, you know, an avalanche of emotion at that moment when you get the tying goal and then you, you go up uh, 40 seconds later. Yeah, and, you know, again, probably going back a little bit about Gary Roberts, yeah. but just with the team today is they're healthy except for Jake Muzzin. Yep. And, you know, you bring up the point about in the playoffs that they made it to the Final Four twice in the Pat Quinn era. And Matt Sundin, their best player, 
was out for a chunk of it. And they yep. made it to the final four. And that would be like Austin Matthews being out for this team. So that, you know, I, again, I don't want to hear about Jake Muzzin out or mm-hmm. John Tavares out. Hopefully, uh, especially how, how scary those particular injuries yeah. happen to be. But that's going to be part of it in the playoffs is winning without could be a key player as well. And that's where, okay, after tonight again, you know, you can't be the one-line team. You know, and I know they have a good second line and um, – there's been a lot of goals scored the last couple of games, but that's what they're really going to need, that, that, that one-two punch. And that one-two punch predicated if someone's hurt, like the equivalent of a Matt Sundin yep. was that year, and still being able to provide it. Hey, look, we don't, we don't need to go all the way back that far. We can go back to the Lightning Stanley Cup team of, I'm going to screw up which year was which, but one of the years they didn't have Steven Stamkos. Played one shift in the final. Yeah, the scored, bubble. Yeah. Scored a goal on it. An amazing. I mean, that's going to be one of the legendary things that, that they will always talk about there and, you know, across the league. But, yeah, good teams have to find ways to do it. You know, we, we all say the Kucherov thing, and, oh, yeah, didn't that work out well? They still had to be a really good team without Kucherov all that time, and, and this Leafs team is there. They've they've seen that, and they're dealing with that now. And it's just a matter of you you have to kind of take advantage when you've got a line going like this. But hopefully, when the playoffs roll around, it's more than than just one. Uh, we're, we'll take a take a break here in a second before we hear from some of the Leafs. But one guy I did want to kind of tip my cap to tonight. Ilya Mikheyev, he was just flying out there. It felt like every other shift he had a moment to just kind of chip and chase a puck wide on a guy. And, and with Mikheyev, you know, that's when he's at his best, when he's using his speed and just kind of flying down the ice. You know, I actually thought, given what we expect from that third line, they weren't as strong as they've been, but I really like Mikheyev's game tonight. Yeah, you're the only person with a cap to tip then because every other cap went on <laughs> the ice right. with the hat trick. But, I know, I was uh, selfish. Um, I wanted to keep mine, yeah. Yeah, I like, you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you. There just, there just was... Um, a team element of slot defensively sloppy for a while to be picky, yeah, no. but to be factual. But yeah, yeah, I, I just uh, the forwards they've got so many, and, and Nick Robertson being in, and you know, to your point, we see Jason Spezza up here, and you know, they're good. They're going to be sitting out guys like him on a rotation basis with everybody healthy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, that, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's a good problem to have when you have too many healthy bodies that are capable of playing in this league and you're having to make uh, decisions there. You know, you mentioned Robertson. I think that's probably the biggest decision to be figured out between now and the deadline or, or the end of the season. You know, obviously, you, you know, this team will have to make some changes if they make a move. But beyond that, I think that's the thing they're kind of trying to figure out right now. Just what exactly do they have in, in Nick Robertson? You know, I didn't notice him a ton tonight, but sometimes for a young player that's not the worst thing he uh, he had his chances he had his looks but I think more importantly with a guy who's so undersized like him I didn't notice him getting pushed around I didn't notice him you know looking out of place and then the the thing that will will jump out to you when you do see it is if he gets a chance to use that shot so I think so far so good for Nick Roberts and I, the, the least to me do not get pushed around but all the new guys don't get pushed around oh. especially especially because it's the it's um this rap or bum rap that until you win a playoff series, because yep. the perception is part of a playoff thing is is that hard kind of hockey they haven't been able to play. Hey, look at all the fan, friends and family. That's Always pretty the cool. Way. Always the, the way. Uh, so we're getting back to full houses. So the end of the game, uh, friends and family of the visiting team, unlike the old days of Maple Leaf Gardens where they waited out in the cold. Uh, here they are. They they got a. They said so there's quite a few of them. There's yeah, quite Jared, a few. Of them. Oh, I wonder if Jared McCann's handing out twenty dollar bills. He just got that new contract extension, so I'm sure he'd be a popular five years, guy. five million per season. Yeah, Mark, so. Mark Giordano, I'm sure, is uh, poking around down down yeah. there as well. Bunch yeah. of uh, Canadian guys in this team, and yeah, you know, Gord, it's it's something that we haven't had as much as much of a chance to see lately. But it is uh, it is great, and you know, I don't feel as great about it when they're all hanging around after a uh, after a Leafs loss. But 
but uh, the Leafs won tonight, so uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm thrilled to look at uh, the Seattle. Well, that's like rubbing it in when the Leafs lose, and then you see them coming ten minutes after, and they're just jubilant. I know. I remember and that Sabres yeah. game. Ooh. Yeah. Well, they didn't have much to be happy about, <laughs> so they were. But you're right. You're right. You're kind of sitting there, and anyway, uh, yeah. Don't 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 do it in your building. That's the, that's what great teams do. Don't don't allow it to happen too often in your building. As you as you say, and I'll, I will quote Elliot Friedman, who loves to quote you. If you're going to suck, suck on the road. But that did not. Did That's not, a Picasso. That really is. That really is. That's Gord Stellick. I'm Brent Gunning. We're going to hear from some of the Leafs. We're going to talk to our buddy Luke Fox. We'll be here until 11 o'clock on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Nation postgame, Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me, walking you through the Leafs' second straight win tonight. It is a 6-4 final at home over the Kraken. Uh, Leafs getting three goals from Austin Matthews. He gets the hat trick. John Tavares, William Nylander, and Mitch Marner also finding the back of the net. Uh, Tavares, you know, we haven't talked a ton about him tonight. This is a guy who you you need more from, and I think the fact just that he has goals now, and I think that's two of his last three, it's just important for him to kind of find his footing and continue to be that player for you yeah yeah just um like it's a you know you think about john Tavares, and he was talked in a heart trophy realm a couple of years for ago sure. a number of years ago and how far austin matthews has taken his game above yeah. john Tavares. that's no slight there's an age disparity but uh yeah Tavares does that does all the little things game in game out uh always uh, a, a great two-way player a great team player but you want that second line getting more offense. That's exactly it. That's that's where um, all the all the marbles are for the Toronto Maple Leafs. As they said, they've doubled down defensively. You see the leakiness uh, at times or the uneasiness that they give you as a defensive team. So uh, it is it is full pedal to the metal about the offense, and that means John Tavares. Yeah, it, it does, and you know, you, you go back to that structure. We we think of the team that was winning all those games 3-1 or 4-2 early on in the season, and quite honestly, it, it looks like night and day. Now, granted, you weren't getting hat-tricks. You were barely scoring three goals yourself during that stretch, so the offense maybe wasn't quite as potent, but I think they've they've got to find a way to kind of get back some of that. I'm not, I don't think you want to kind of have the bungee cords on this team. You want them to go. You want them to push offensively, but you have to find a way to do that while having that kind of defensive responsibility and I know part of that is the goaltending yes but it's not just the goaltending no 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 it's a team thing it's a team thing and, and I mean the goaltending has been part of the um, leakiness the not being able to hold a lead now tonight and Jack Campbell the smiling Jack Campbell um, not a great game but a good enough game mm-hmm. and that's you know just start that as a barometer a good enough game to allow you a chance to win Again, when it takes six goals to win, you're not always going to get those. But, yeah, that, the positive game and, again, the positivity the crowd has to him. They remember what he does, has done, and they appreciate what he has done, and they believe in him. So I think going forward, I'd, I'd imagine they would keep kind of alternating the goalies. I think Campbell was fine tonight, but not anything that makes you say, yes, get him back in there. Plus, the added benefit of that, if you keep flip-flopping him, you go to Morazic Thursday at home, and then you give Jack Campbell the outdoor game. And I think, you know, it, it, it's not the end of the world who gets that, but I think it does matter to those guys. And given how good of a soldier Campbell's been for you and that Morazic isn't blowing the doors away, I, I, I think it, I think that's the way it will work, and I think it'd be nice for Campbell to get the start in that outdoor game. It's funny, though, the outdoor games that you know that's when Vancouver started was Eddie Lack that's right and that's that was right. the end of Roberto Luongo and then that's when Ilya Brzezgalov was done when Philadelphia mm-hmm. you know wasn't going to start him so uh, I I um, it's an interesting game because there's a lot of it's a Buffalo home game 
and they're trying to turn it into more of a Toronto home game. So there are ticket opportunities available mm-hmm. because just with COVID and that and Buffalo not being sure. a great team, I don't think there's a ton of people making the trip up there. But it's always special to have the outdoor game. So, yeah, so I, I could see that being Jack Campbell start after uh, Mrazic starts against the red-hot offensive-charged Arizona Coyotes as of the last two games when they come in on Thursday. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was a big night. Uh, it was a big night here. Uh, let's hear from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. Yeah, I'm obviously disappointed once again if we give up the lead. I mean, that's that's something that's obviously not what we want, and we've, we've got to do a better job of that. Clearly, uh, like the fact that we just kept playing, we found a way to win the game. I mean, we made big plays, uh, big play to tie the game, big play to you know on the power play. Uh, by Mitch there to get us the lead. I thought once we had the lead there in the third period, I, I liked a lot of how we played from that point on, uh, particularly the last probably eight minutes or so, uh, you know, something like that. I, I thought we did a really good job in the neutral zone, and I don't know if we gave up a scoring chance really from that point on. So like that part of it. You know, it was time to dig in uh, there. Uh, obviously, right now what we're trying to, to fix is having that level of commitment and discipline in the second period when we have those leads and it's more challenging in the second period there's a lot of game left you're trying you're still trying to establish the game the game itself is more wide open the nature of the long changes and stuff like that but uh, that's an area of focus for us going forward for sure but uh, in both nights here playing the back-to-back here and having the, to come to come back in the game in the third period that's a good good job by our great our group. Is it encouraging for you that there is uh, a lot of talking about Sheldon to get to that level that you're seeking from start to finish and not just the spruce? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a long season, right? I mean, we, we different things pop up at different times that, you know, become trends and you want to sort of plug one hole over here and then usually something else kind of pops up, you know. So we're, we're looking to plug as many of these holes as we can. Um, but uh, like I said, I, I like the fact that our team, once again, in, in that situation, just calmly gathered itself and went out and won a hockey game. Mitch was saying that there's always a sense of belief that you're going to come back even when you blow a lead in a game. Do you feel the same way as, as the coach? That, like, do you always feel like you guys can respond that way? Well, I mean, it's no secret who we have on our bench, right? I mean, we, we have weapons that if the game's in striking distance that we can – we have difference makers, you know, so, so that's, that's, yeah, that, that gives us reason for belief. Um, we also believe we can go out and establish our game early in games and gain control, which we have done uh, a lot this season. And so if we're go- you're going to be that team, then you've got to be the team that can manage the game from that point, you know, and not, not let teams come back and get life and feel good about themselves and all of that. But, um, you know, I, there's no doubt we... We believe we can win any type of game, no matter what the score is or what's happening. Um, you know, we've, we've got a good group, a, a deep group, and we've got game breakers. When you score as often as Austin does, and then he scores that second goal tonight, can you sort of take that away from it as, like, that's a, that's a highlight kind of, that's going to be one of those things you're going to show 10 years from now when you're showing highlights of his career. How do you look at a goal like that? Um... I mean, I as a coach look at look at it probably one or two steps before. I think his line mates made some good plays to keep pucks alive and, and win a loose puck, and then 
know, he gets a good space and it's a you know it's a it's a great finish you know it's a no no doubter type of finish and i think we've we're at the point you know where it's hard to be surprised by what what austin does you know with as many goals as he scored and the type of goals that he scored and at the time of game, you know, um, it's, uh, he's a special player. Obviously, you know, we, we, uh, we're lucky to have him as part of our group and, you know, it's great to see him succeed the way that he has. He's got, uh, he puts high expectations, um, on himself to be a difference maker. And clearly he's been that. That was a tough game to play for Jack tonight. And we made it tough on him. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> first goal is a tough one. It kind of hits a skate and bounces to a guy. He didn't really see it. The second and third ones are on the rush, you know, backdoor type stuff. So, you know, I think I think once again we got beat back to our net. Didn't block a shot. Didn't box out on the fourth goal. Gets tipped. So, you know, that's once again, that's not good enough on our part. Um, but uh, I thought at times when there's clear shots, times when... You know, um, our guys did do a good job around him. I thought he was really good in those areas, and that's what we need from him. Um, you know, I think we've come to expect you know, with Jack having the ability to make game-changing type saves. He, he had done that earlier, but um, you know, he'll, he'll get back to that. But we, we've got to do a better job uh, on those goals, particularly the ones in the second period. Is it just going back to work defensively in terms of some of those lingering issues, like in front of the net? Yeah, I mean, I thought in both games, yesterday and today, I thought we did a better job in front of our net. Uh, this team here today, I mean, that, that's they, they've struggled to get to get results this season. But I mean, that's a, that's a good team over there. They play hard. Hack has them playing hard. They're playing structured. Um, you know, it's one of the top defensive teams in the NHL. You know, uh, you look at a lot of their stats, and they don't give up very much as a group. Um, and then offensively. They capitalize and, and they spend time in their zone, and they're in your zone, and they get moving, and they get pucks delivered to the net. So it's it presents some challenges. So you know, I thought we did a better job today, but you know, you 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 crack for a second, and and you know, all of a sudden a guy gets gets to the net, and the puck gets free. So there's little pieces there, yeah, for us to be to to be the team we 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 want to be. We we need to be more consistent in that area. We can't we can't crack there. So I think we've done a better job again. You know, the shorthanded goal and the, the the second goal there that they scored um, off the rush in the second period. Those notwithstanding, I, once again, I thought we just we did a really good job against the rush again today. You know, not a whole lot of uh, stuff happening where they're getting in behind us. Um, but it's not it's not perfect. You know, we're we're trying to get as close to perfect as we can be, and and uh, we want to continue to work at that. What's the situation with Jason Spezza? Just a healthy scratch today. Just thought it was a good opportunity for us to, you know, give him a night off. Uh, Kasha being available today, wanted to get him back in to, uh, today, uh, and then, you know, I think Nick Robertson's done a good job and has earned an opportunity to stay in the lineup. So, just made sense to give give Spez the day here today. Austin's always going to get his goals, but the fact that he was in the position to get the empty netter at the end of the game is so cool. Uh, is that a, another indication of the, the evolution in his game? Uh, I mean, that's been there. That's I think that's been there as long as I've been here, at least. I, I think that's an automatic. I mean, he's he's a good defensive player for us and knows what's at stake. Uh, he's always to see a staple, whether it's he or John. Um, 
you know, we, we always have them out there at the goalie out. David Camp's presence with us here now has given us another option, um, but uh, I don't hesitate to put him in any situation. Well, you're pretty locked in before the game. <coughs> when you're watching the ceremony for Wayne, does anything resonate with you? Uh, just, you know what, you can't help but to, to feel a, you know, a, a connection to that journey. I mean, I get, and, you know, your, his family's out there and, you know, you're watching the video and you're just kind of seeing that journey. You're seeing the impact that he's made in the community here. You just can't help but, but feel the pride that he has to be a Maple Leaf here at this point in his career. That's what, that's what really uh, touched me watching that as a special moment, uh, you know, it's uh, it's hard to play in this league. Um, it's hard to make this league. Hard to play one game, and let alone get to a thousand. And then, um, like we've talked about, he's not not many easy games for Wayne Simmons, and it hasn't been an easy journey. So for him to have that moment out there with his family and his young kids, uh, it was terrific. There is Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. We'll continue to wrap this one up, but I do want to pick up on what he said. Uh, Again, a tremendous career for Wayne Simmons. He hopes it continues a a little while longer. He's got another year on that deal after this one. Uh, Crowd was definitely happy to see him get a silver stick tonight. Uh, They were happy to see him throwing his weight around a little as well. We've got a little more to wrap things up here on Leafs Nation postgame, and that's Gord Stellick. I'm Brent Gunning. Keep listening on Sportsnet 5.9 of the Fans. The Leafs are 6-4 winners at home tonight over the Seattle Kraken. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here. You know, the Austin Matthews gush fest, it's been in full effect. We'll hear from him in just a sec. But, Gord, we have a great Austin Matthews stat, courtesy the great Steve Fellin. Yeah, our stats whiz, and it's Matthews and Marner. So when they score in the same game, which means you get at least two goals. There you go. I'm sure we can all do the math. So now, happened tonight. 44 2 and 3. So that's 44 of 49 games. Pretty and good. the last 21, they're 20 0 and 1. So have not lost in the last 21 games when both Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner score a goal in the same game. Not bad at all. What a stat from Stevie Fellin. Uh, what a stat for those two. And let's hear from one of them. Here is Leaf Center, Austin Matthews. Yeah, I think. Uh... I mean, obviously not really a position that we'd like to be in, um, you know, especially over the course of the last uh, couple weeks. But, um, you know, just to plot the two points, I think just the resiliency and the poise of the group uh, to just keep playing uh, even when, uh, you know, the momentum switches. And, um, you know, I think we'd really just like to be more consistent throughout the 60 minutes, uh, especially in that second period. Um, definitely some things for us to clean up. But I think just uh, the resiliency of the team just to stick with it and uh, continue to play and some big goals. I mean, it's hard not to, but um, you know, I just focus on, on the game, uh, on each game and um, just try to stay present every day, um, you know, not get too ahead of myself, just staying focused and just trying to do whatever I can to, you know, help the team, um, you know, in different ways. But obviously, um, you know, I want to produce and I want to score. So, um, you know, just trying to continue to do that. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I hadn't met him before previously to meeting him here, but he, he played with one of my buddies in the minors and, um, you know, they, they were really good buddies. So, 
uh, we hit it off pretty quick and, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with him, a lot of fun playing with him. I think he's, uh, he's a really great player and, uh, does what he does, uh, extremely well. So, um, it's been a lot of fun just getting to know him and, um, you know, we've been having a lot of fun off, off the ice on the ice, um, you know, just trying to compete out there and, uh, you know, obviously do, do the right things to help the team win. So much good how Jack's navigated this down stretch for him. I mean, he comes to the rink every day. He's one of the first guys here, one of the last guys to leave. Um, you know, he works extremely hard and, and cares so much. So, um, you know, when you go, you know, see him go through a tough stretch, um, you know, there's no doubt in anybody's mind that he's going to pull himself out of this because that's just the kind of guy he is and the kind of work that, that he puts in every day. You almost said you're like a machine right now with your story and doing other things. Um, I mean, I don't think there's really a thought process that went out there. It's just kind of the same every night, try to go out there and compete and, um, you know, do the right things out there and uh, keep the puck out of our net and then try to put, a puck, put the puck in there. So, um, you know, just trying to compete out there and have fun. And obviously, uh, you know, we're getting down the uh, final stretch uh, here. And just, just point, games and points are extremely important. There is Leaf center Austin Matthews, fresh off his hat trick tonight. Gord, uh, quickly, uh, didn't mention this, and it was such a topic of conversation at many times this year, the power play, red hot, 4-6 tonight. Yeah, was just, um, just that unfortunate shorthanded goal That's that right. was uh, given up by a terrible Nylander giveaway. But you're right, special teams, they've been killing it. Last year at this time, we were talking about what's gone on with the power play. That was a concern heading in the playoffs. So that's a positive about the special teams going in the right direction now, even though they're not in the right direction about holding leads. Leafs back at it right here at Scotiabank on Thursday, hosting the offensive juggernaut, Arizona Coyotes, off a nine-goal explosion tonight. And then after that, they're on the road in Hamilton for the outdoor game against the Sabres on Sunday. Gord Stellick and Brent Gunning here with you for Leafs Nation postgame. Thank you for listening on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Maple Leafs Radio Network.